Welcome everyone to Yay Live. This is a loyalty podcast for direct-to-consumer brands. We are here to help brands navigate the new loyalty playbook in order to build a long-lasting and successful brand. And for today's episode, I'm super happy to welcome Céline, who is partnership manager at Clavio. So Clavio, for those who don't know, I mean, you will know way more at the end of this episode, but it is in a nutshell, email marketing platform created for online businesses. So it features super powerful email automation to drive long-term loyalty. In this episode, we will take the chance to use selling expertise to deep dive into how communication is key for online business and how you can leverage emails to achieve that. So of course, we're going to deep dive a little bit into email and uh, how you can turn your customers into diehard fans with that. First of all, maybe Celine, if you'd like to uh, give us an intro about yourself and Clavio, and I think you also have a great news to share about Clavio, which just happened yesterday. So we're very excited about that. Thank you so much for having me, Sophie. I'm really, really glad to be here today. And so, hello everyone, I'm Celine and I'm the partner manager here at Clavio. So I look after a portfolio of agencies based in France mainly, but also in Europe. So it's agencies, system integrators, and also freelancers that are really using Clavio and the platform to generate uh, more growth for the clients. And for the listeners that don't know who we are, Clavio is a data-driven marketing automation platform. As you mentioned, it's designed for consumer brands. And so what we do at Clavio is really using real-life data to help businesses acquire retain and grow their customers through uh, marketing. So just a little bit of background on where we started and how long we've been in business. But Clavio started in Boston in 2012. And since the end of 2019, we have an office in London. We have been growing massively in the last uh, two years. We were 400 people about two years ago. And now we are over wow. 1,300 in the company. And the London office is also growing massively, which is very, very exciting. We're in a growing phase. So we were 10, I think 50, 10 or 15, two years ago. And now we have 150 people in the London office. So it's really, really exciting. We have lots of excellent partners and clients that we work with today. So it's, yeah, it's, it's very exciting for us. And as you mentioned yesterday, we have had a massive rebrand. Um, so if you knew Clavio before yesterday, it was a green logo and now it's a new fresh uh, look um, that we're very excited to share with our audience. Okay, cool. Do you want to just explain just like a little bit more about the um, objective of the rebranding maybe? That would be interesting to know. Yeah, for sure. First of all, it was about the look. We had like an old kind of like a Wi-Fi logo yeah, that true. didn't really make sense <laughs> to audience. I'm sure you've seen it. So the goal of the rebrand was really to put the customer at the center of what we do here. And so we now have a red flag that is meant to show ownership. So as I explained, Clavio is always about owning your own data. The flag is really the symbol of owning your data. And obviously the look is to be a bit more modern. And the marketing team um, has been working on this project for a long time now. Yeah, so I can imagine that. <laughs> yeah, but no, yeah. I think it's super good to have you here. And I mean, we are always amazed when we have, we also had Molly Gorgias as guests and uh, we can also experience how fast this you know, company in the e-commerce space have been growing. So I think it's uh, it's a super exciting industry to be in just now. But yeah, I mean, I think we can now deep dive and take the chance to use a bit of your expertise to inspire and teach our audience a few tricks and tips about email marketing and what they can do with that um, 
super powerful tool, I would say. So actually, last time I checked your website, the tagline was actually retention is a new acquisition, which is something that, you know, we also truly believe in at, at Yale. So I think we're between like-minded people here. And I would like to hear a bit more of how do you experience this at Clavio, that, that retention is a new acquisition? And why do you think that should be a brand focus these days? If we look back of what has been happening in the industry in the last six months, it's becoming a lot harder for companies to, and more time-consuming and more expensive to for retailers to acquire customers using paid ads like Facebook and third party. So we really think the future of acquisition is to focus on your customers more than focusing on acquisition. We believe that uh, your customers are um, the way to go in terms of finding new customers. So instead of focusing on people that don't know your brand, focusing on people that do know your brand to actually accelerate your growth. And this goes obviously with loyalty programs, user-generated content and loyalty programs are a really big area that we uh, think should be a focus for brands. And strengthening your customer loyalty and we really believe in, in the magic of your customer and the data that is lying inside your customers. So would you even say that knowing better your existing customers makes you better at acquiring new ones because then you know more where to get them or which type of customer would actually be your customer? Is that between the lines what you're saying as well? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to explain a bit what we do at Clevio. So in terms of like storing your data, obviously you have million different data about your customers that you can use to speak to them, but also to get new customers. One of the way to, to do it is obviously to analyze who your customers are with segmentation. So all of the data that you're getting from your e-commerce platform or your loyalty program or you know, all of the content that you're getting from your customers can be used to get more customers, but also to speak to your existing customers. When it comes to segmentation, if you're just like a, a brand who is just started, or maybe you have two years of operation, what do you think you should focus on when you look at segmentation? The most basic thing you can think about is gender, age, location. But which level of segmentation can you actually reach when you use a tool like Clavio or other email automation? Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so that's a really good question. We so we have um, real life data coming from your e-commerce platform and the technology that you're using around your ecosystem of, of partners. So if you're a new starter, you might have an e-commerce, obviously a website where you gather information about what products they have bought before, what page they've seen, what products they might have wanted to buy. So all of this data is stored on Clavio and can be used for segmentation. Segmentation can be used to know your customer better. So in terms of what products they've seen, what category um, they have seen and what they might buy in the future. So we have, for instance, like recommendation system in emails that can actually show your customer some product that they might want to buy in the future. But it's also to really understand like and to speak to them personally. So for instance, if you had a shop and then there is like your best customer coming to your shop, you want to treat that customer very um, carefully. You want to say, welcome, hey, welcome back to my shop today. And so if you have five customers, it's really easy to recognize with your best customer. If you have a million customer, you need to use this segmentation to say, hey, Sophie, I know you're coming back to my shop today, to my online shop. So I'm gonna treat these customers uh, differently than someone that is new. So all of this segmentation can be really yeah. tailored and used 
to uh, make sure that everyone has the best experience in your shop with the best personalization on email. Any data that might be relevant for your customers can be used for this segmentation to have a better communication with your customer, to have better trust from your customer, but also to retain them and to upsell, cross-sell and to have like a better relationship long-term with your customers. So any, any data can be used on, on Clavio to have this long-term relationship. Yeah, I think it's, it's super interesting. We always get back to automation and personalization and people want to feel like unique and sort of traded. And I think it's like, for me, it almost make me think, you know, when you were describing the experience you would get by entering the online store, it make me think more about like, actually, if you enter a physical store, if you think 20 years back, right, when you would not shop online, then you would have your favorite shop, you would go there and the seller would know you and she would greet you with a special treat and she would know exactly what your tastes are and she would drive you to the right corner and she would give you your selection of product. And I mean, to me, this is basically the experience that one would wish to have online. Mm-hmm. And of course, we will probably, you know, crack that. But I think people are so obsessed now with the data. If it, It's funny because you are actually willing to share more when you buy online. You give your phone number, you give your address. When you actually go and purchase in a physical store, you would never, sometimes someone ask you, what's your email address? Why would you need that? So we have actually way more data when you buy online. But I think it is still more difficult to give like a very personalized and tailored experience, to give like that human touch, mm-hmm. right? So you have any common, have you discussion around that at Clavio? Yes. So, I mean, this is the way we see the future of personalization is really what you were just describing is now we're really close to be able to actually um, say that this is your favorite product, what you might like to buy in the future because we have seen your history of purchase on the website. But I think what you were saying in terms of, you know, going to a physical shop and have this um, very special experience. I think there are some brands uh, today that are able to do that using Clavio and all the tools. And you can see it as a consumer. You have some brands that you really love that have like this tone of voice. It's all, you, you know, very up to what you're expecting the brand to say, to act, to recommend. And this is not by chance. It's just because they have system in place and they're using technology to be able mm. to do this. So I think we're not too far from, from in my opinion. And Clavio is one mm. of the tools that can be used yeah. um, to, to get there. Mm. I think it's also it also probably has like what you were describing then I was picturing you know some brands that I think are actually good at that and when I was trying to think about which brand I I experienced that like the the closest of the best I feel like they are when the the, if you think about the brand DNA or I was thinking about if you see in France like Ize or Cezanne you you feel that they are addressing yourself because you're using your first name and they are signing almost emails and whatever they send you as you know a human being while you would not have that feeling with bigger brands that I'm not going to name. So maybe it's also like for, for because our audience is more like in a direct to consumer brand, people who get started, maybe that's something that they should have in mind when they actually start the brand, how to give the brand a human touch in the communication. Is it something that you actually discuss with your customers that you have like some tools to, to do that with Clavio? What's your take on that? Yeah, so we have a network of te- technology partners that integrates with Clavio that will do, for instance, UCG. So you could have like a feed of, you know, customers uh, that are using your products on at the bottom of the email. We have reviews. We have lots of different tools that might help to get there. I think that's very interesting. But still, you know, when you think about email, 
one thing which always comes to mind is like, oh, I received too many newsletters, I received too many emails. You want to unsubscribe <laughs> from these emails. So how do you help your customers to actually stand out from the crowd when it comes to emails? And what would you recommend brands to do actually to be like an effective, you know, communication strategy, which actually brings value to their customers. And it's not like, oh yeah, it's another newsletter. Mm-hmm. Do you have like any tips to share? That? Yeah, that's a, that's a really good question. So it's it's funny because we have some customers that saying that they need to contact everyone all the time. We always recommend having a really, really strong segmentation. So you don't want to send the same communication to everyone in your database because all of your clients obviously are different. You, Sophie, might like something different than I. I we like something different than someone else. Um, so this is when personalization and segmentation is coming into place. And at Clavio, we have a lot of very easy system in place to actually do this segmentation really quickly. So if you're a small brand, you can use some flows that might be really, really um, obvious for us. In a few minutes, you can have some flows going out that are easy to set up. And in terms of newsletters, obviously, you can send newsletters via Clavio, but it's always with this segmentation in mind and this personalization inside those emails. Basically, what you're saying is don't send your same email to everyone because if you try to actually reach everyone with the same message, the the performance will actually be lower. So it's better to create segments first, even though you're small, and then to create different flows depending on who these customers are, who they are in their buying journey, and one you actually want to communicate to them. And that is something that you can sort of like create these flows from from Clavio. And the content is something that will adapt, I guess, for example, like the, rec- the product recommended and things like that will adapt to that specific. Customer. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. One other super interesting discussion we had with another guest was about, you know, like social media and how social media can actually drive engagement. And one thing I wanted to discuss with you is like, is how how you integrate social media in emails because it feels like there are two separate words but i'm at some point i'm super sure that there are some uh, overlaps and how you can actually use social media in emails to make the content more again like authentic and personalized and you were mentioning before you know user user con- user generated content and i think that's a new trend also that we see and i i would be interested to hear a bit more about what you see when it comes to that trend and how you use that in emails to drive opening rates or click rates and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to give a, a specific example. So for instance, the way we would recommend uh, using social media would be, for instance, we have a flow that is called a welcome series. So it's a new subscriber that have been in your shop, left their email address. So what you want to do as a, a brand is to get in touch with this customer and to say, hello, hi, this is my brand. Tell a bit of the story about your yeah. your brand, who you are. And then you might want to send a second email saying, this is our lat- latest collection. And then a third email saying, you can follow us on social media to stay up uh, to speed with what's new in our store. And this is where you can really see like there is a fine line between too many communications, but also relevant communications to your uh, customers, because obviously, if you have a new subscriber, they might want to follow you on social media. Yeah. And this is how we see both of them uh, work together. So you mentioned uh, user-generated content. Um, so you can have a system of feed that is at the bottom of your emails that are showing your best customers with your products. And this is linking to your social media channels where your audience can actually see real-life 
customers wearing your products. And it's, it's always, you know, the best way to speak to your customers is to show other customers actually enjoying your brand. Yeah, yeah, to do. and I mean, I've seen that also directly on websites, actually. And I think mm -hmm. it's, uh, you know, it's the trend of saying like, you know, people trust people, not companies. Absolutely. So I think it's something that it's hard, I think, to hear as a brand, but it is a reality, I think, mm -hmm. that, you know. And these people, these users don't have to be like influencers. They just have to be like regular people. So they are actually authentic and you can recognize them. But there was something else I wanted to... Oh, yeah, I was I was actually... It was reminding me of the that experience that I actually got yesterday. I placed an order on a website and... It wasn't the first time, actually, but I had that time I decided to create an account. And then I received a welcome email. And it was, I think it was so lame. It was just like, oh, welcome. Here is your 10% discount. And you can use it for two weeks and not on already discounted product. I think it was so yeah. poor content-wise. And I'm like, I don't even, I mean, 10% is just nothing. And I'm just handled as anyone else. They don't even, and I placed an order during that time. So probably they're not using Clavio, but they could have, you know, <laughs> said something more like, thank you. You already placed your first order. They could have known what I purchased. Recommend me something else. I felt that email was so unpersonal and it was, it was a big brand. I mean, part of a big group, but like a smaller brand. So I felt a bit disappointed. But like, I mean, there is so much that can be done in that space. And I think that's probably what you can also see in your daily life with brands. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. One of the ways you can do that is, for instance, segmenting from the welcome flow, someone that has been uh, a first-time uh, purchase or someone that has done a purchase before. So you can segment to have like a specific email going to someone that has not bought before, someone that has been buying before, and someone that might be your VIP. You can have different flows and really segment those people and speak to them personally and differently. And obviously, um, it's a shame. They missed out on, on the first. Yeah, uh, exactly. Email. <laughs> they really missed out on that. And, and, and also the thing is, like, actually, I was about to ask what it would be interesting in what you said. I think that is maybe not something which is yet available depending on the technology because that specific brand I actually purchased in store before, but I think it was my first online order. And that mm -hmm. I think, sadly, with the technology that probably use another uh, system for port of sale, is it something that you can have with Clavio? Can you work with Omnichannel in that sense? Yeah, absolutely. So depending on what uh, system cost, um, brands are using, if it's uh, Shopify POS or another solution, they can definitely connect it with Clavio. So we have different APIs that can be used to actually brought all of your physical store information into Clavio. And what it, this does is exactly what you were saying. If I see that, Sophie, uh, you have been in my store in London a couple of weeks ago and you're buying on my website, I will have this information so I can either um, write to you about you know, your experience in store, I can follow up with that, or I can also you know, have this information on your profile that you can use later on. So it's a really good analytical tool. But it's also a way to also have some personalized communication with, with your customers, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think that's something that we expect. Exactly, exactly. A lot of brands are using email for physical stores and also online. So it's definitely something yeah. that's, that we can, we can do, for sure. Yeah, maybe just like a final topic I wanted to discuss with you is more about loyalty and loyalty programs. And if you see any trends in there, any solution and how... 
maybe Clavio is working with loyalty program in, in, in different ways because as a customer, again, I think there is a lot of things to be innovated in that space. I think loyalty program in many Many cases are quite not transparent. You collect points, you don't know what you're going to get, then you just get an SMS with a discount. Uh, and I think, again, you know, ties back to segmentation. It doesn't really feel so personal. So I'm just interested to, you know, for to understand a bit like how you see this space emerging and if there are like any, you know, advice already you can, you can share for brands who are listening to us, like to improve their loyalty program and get more value out of it. Yeah, so it's very interesting. There's a lot of brands actually are using loyalty for inviting customers to events. For instance, if you're a VIP customer in, you know, you, let's say you mentioned Cezanne, you might be uh, the VIP customer. You have been buying a lot uh, at Cezanne. So, you know, having this information into your loyalty program might be a chance for a brand to actually invite you to an event or to have some look inside a collection before it launches. And this makes you feel very valued as a customer. If you can see and access the collection before anyone else, then it's like, you know, it's gold because you can have the products and you're the first one to see. You mentioned the system of points. It still works. Like some people actually <laughs> love collecting points and then, you know, having like some discount and then buying uh, buying things. So it definitely works in some industry. But yeah, I, I would agree just getting some points without having a meaningful conversation with your customers might yeah, not yeah, be yeah. the best in terms of communication for sure. And then... I think the last thing is like referring a friend. I think it's like the old school loyalty uh, scheme, but it still works. If I really love a brand, I might want to invite a friend uh, to actually buy products or just refer them to a specific brand. So I think this kind of like loyalty program where you can invite a friend and they get like $15 off or like, yeah. you know, free shipping for the first order might be something a lot more meaningful because your customers are your best uh, advocates. So I think I'm, yeah, I'm thinking about those, uh, those models for sure. I've personally never collected any points. So I'm, I'm probably, uh, yeah. not, I'm probably in, in the same as you. Yeah. Cool. Maybe if you want to wrap up a little bit here and uh, give a few tips with our audience, maybe, you know, if you think about like a brand who is just like starting, what would you give as a first, maybe like three tips to get started without even like implementing a solution? What, what should be like kept in mind maybe when creating the brand, when thinking about, you know, the value, the story, what did you give? Like if you have a friend coming to you and say, okay, see, I'm going to launch a new brand. What did you tell me I should focus on to get a, in the future, like a super successful email strategy? Yeah, great. So first of all, I think Clavio, I, I mentioned that earlier, but works really well with for really small brands and entrepreneurs. And it works really well with like multinational. So what's really great about Clavio is that we can really help your brand grow in your company lifetime. So we always say that, you know, with Clavio, you can wake up in the morning, open your online store and then generate um a revenue through email like in the afternoon so the first thing i will say is obviously um if you want to send emails and if you want to start collecting data like there is it's never too early like you can do it on day one start uh, collecting data about your customers and start uh, setting up maybe three i will say three flows so the welcome series as we mentioned before is a really powerful one because it's just giving you the chance to welcome your new customers to communicate with them 
to talk to them about your brand, your ethos, your products, uh, your collection, who you are, your background, anything that you want to talk to them about. And as we mentioned uh, earlier, you can do some segmentation. You can do some offers if you wanted. You can ask them to follow you on social media. I will mention uh, the classic abandoned baskets. Obviously, you want to make sure you reach out to those customers that might want to buy your product, but maybe left the page too early or something happened while they wanted to uh, check out. You want to reach out to those customers so you can generate uh, more revenue for your shop, but also those emails can be very powerful in terms of uh, reaching out to them and generating, again, um, more more revenue for your shop. And one, one of the things is you can use any of those flows, like the pre-built flows, so you don't really have to have a really deep knowledge of email marketing um, and automation. When you start on Clavio, you can just have predefined flows that are working for any brand, really. All you need to do is just um, edit the content, and then you can have in really a short amount of time um, a small email uh, marketing strategy that is in place. So really, like day one, start yeah. as soon as possible. It's the best way to reach out to your customers. Again, it's they know your brand the best. They want to know about your brand's um, products and categories. So. Yeah, and I think one thing that you said is like meaningful conversation. I think it's it's a lot about that. They want to learn something more. They want to engage with the brand. They want to feel special. So definitely. Cool, but thank you very much for joining us, Celine. I think it was super interesting to, to understand a bit more the what's behind the curtains <laughs> of email marketing. We all see it as a customer, but I think it's a, it's a super powerful tool and I, I'm pretty sure that they will also see a lot of innovation in there in the future and uh, and some synergies definitely with like, you know, loyalty programs and, and social media. So Super interesting. Feel free to like uh, share any news or your contact details if anyone wants to reach out to you. I'm sure you're recruiting a lot, as you said, in the London office. So if you want to share a bit more about that as well, just uh, that's your time. Yeah, for sure. So obviously you can connect with me on LinkedIn. You can email me directly. It's celine.diber at clavio.com. So as you mentioned, we are recruiting heavily. So if you're interested at you know, joining Clavio, I will be more than happy uh, to tell you a bit more about what's, what it's all about to work at Clavio. And yeah, if you want to keep up with the news, you can also follow Clavio on LinkedIn. And we hope to uh, speak to you guys soon. Yeah, thank you very much. And we all look forward for our, our integration as well. Yes, of it's, course. Uh, yeah, let's speak about it. that next. <laughs> Thanks again for such a great episode, Celine. I think it was super interesting to, of course, learn more about um, Clavio as a solution, but also deep dive into the world of email marketing and hear how valuable it is for brands to leverage emails from the very beginning. So, of course, you know, as we move towards a future in e-commerce, which is stepping away from acquisition to focus more on customer attention, building that effective communication flow that you mentioned with your customers can be essential to growing a brand. And I especially like that you encourage brands to create simple email marketing flow from day one. This is something that maybe people would not think is, you know, easily doable when you just start a brand, but it doesn't have to be overly complicated. Um, Welcome flow is essential, an abandoned card flow to engage and reconvert your potential customers. 
So I think it can be easy things to be implemented at the very beginning uh, and can have actually very big results. So to close this episode, I like to highlight, of course, again, the importance of personalization. And that's something that we mentioned before, you know, like people trust people and not companies. Many things come into place for a brand to succeed, of course. But again, segmentation to personalize communication is very important. And also betting on user-generated content, which is something we also touched upon, can definitely be a big boost for a brand. So thank you everyone for listening and you can of course stay tuned for the next episode dropping in two weeks. Have a good one. 